our thoughts are tremendously powerful because if we are not aware, we cannot control it, right? Hence, we need consciousness, intentional awareness to catch ourselves when we're dealing with our inner critic. Hey, it's Dee and this is Canvas in My Head by Dee Cantor, a podcast of decluttering consciousness. In here, I talk about my learnings, ideas, and thoughts about mental health awareness and wellness through intentional living. These are the insights that I value and I'm hoping that this podcast with each episode will add value to you as well. Hey you guys and girls, it's so good to be back in the show and thanks for being here as always. On the last two episodes, we talked about self-worth and self-care, right? If you haven't listened to them yet, you can do so before or after today's episode. Um, but today, we will talk about the importance of self-acceptance in lieu of the previous episodes I mentioned. To those of you who's new to the show, welcome. My name is Dee and I'm a mental health and intentional living advocate in this podcast. Handles in My Head by Dee Cantor is a passion project born on January 2021, yes, this year, and it's an avenue where I promote and raise awareness for what I am fighting for and joining on. So again, thank you for your presence. All right, so let's jump right into our topic, cool? No amount of self-improvement can make up for any lack of self-acceptance. That's by Robert Holden. On the previous episode, Embracing Self-Care, we kind of talked about that self-care starts with acknowledging that you're worth taking care of. Because basically, self-care is taking care of yourself, right? Now, self-acceptance, on the other hand, is related to self-esteem. Whilst self-esteem is about how well we regard ourselves, self-acceptance acknowledges and accepts the less pretty, less esteemable aspects. It acknowledges and accepts our failures and weaknesses and doesn't let our imperfections define us or undermine our true worth. Now, my questions are, how many times did you become so harsh with yourself when you made a mistake or when you fucked up? Or how many times did you overthink and felt bad about yourself when you've, you know, upset someone when you've said no to someone? Maybe you're still guilty about something you did in the past that you're ashamed of. And how many times did you blame yourself for the things that didn't pan out as you hoped for? Or maybe, let's not go any further, how many times did you compare yourself and your life with someone you follow on social media and feel sorry for yourself, thinking that you're a failure because you see all the successes of other people? A bunch of questions again, D. <laughs> I know, I hated these questions myself before, but very helpful, you know, in journeying through self-acceptance. We all have an inner voice, popularly known as self-talk. A few years back, I came across Gary John Bishop's Unfuck Yourself and Stop Doing That Shit books. I've even written about some stuff about it on my personal blog, so what's it about though? It's all about negative self-talk that leads us to our self-sabotage. Yes, the cliche is real, that the only thing that gets in your way is you. 
Self-talk is what I also believe as an inner critic. It is the inner voice we all have, which directs our thinking and shapes our beliefs and actions. Yes, yes, I know what you're thinking. Self-talk can also be positive, encouraging, and empowering, right? On my 14th episode, Regaining Self-Worth, I also talked about self-affirmations there as part of the steps that helped me through that journey. Give a listen when you have the chance. But going back, on the other hand, self-talk can also criticize and judge us, belittle and berate us. So, what does my statements suggest? It's simple. Everything you and I say to ourselves matters. Simple, right? But not easy. So what do we need to do then? Catch the critic, you ask? Yes, absolutely. Think of a negative self-talk, our inner critic, as a thief. It steals our peace of mind, our mental health wellness, our true potential, our joy even. So in order for us to manage our inner critic, we have to catch it. Our thoughts are tremendously powerful because if we are not aware, we cannot control it, right? Hence, we need consciousness, intentional awareness to catch ourselves when we're dealing with our inner critic. Now, if you are aware of the community and personal brand that I'm building and working on, which is called Decluttering Consciousness, it's all about decluttering our mental clutter. For the past two months, I have been experimenting on how I can become more aware of my inner critic. Hence, the worksheet I'm about to share with you today. The link will be on the description of this episode. It will also be available on my pages for downloads. I know what you may be thinking. Why in the world will I be interested in that worksheet? I have a simple answer. If you want to, let's borrow Gary John Bishop's words. Unfuck yourself and stop doing that shit. Then you need it. It's what helped me become more aware and regain the authority of my thoughts. It may not be perfect for everyone, of course, as we have different ways and approaches and things, right? But hear me out on this. I encourage you to just take a look at it and try it. Feel free to tweak it if you want, depending on your need, right? So it's an inner critic log where we can literally log all the instances where we catch ourselves entertaining the inner critic. I suggest to do it for two weeks. And just an FYI, I've been using it for two months and the results were phenomenal. Cut to the chase, the ultimate goal of that worksheet is to have a dramatic decrease of logs in that sheet to none. How do we do so? Sure, let me share you some stuff. First, use our emotions as an alert for the presence of our inner critic. You know, emotions and feelings like being anxious, worried, disappointed, maybe angry, stressed, guilty, or, you know, regretful about something we have or haven't done. Whenever we feel that, take a pause and be aware of our self-talk, of the thoughts that runs through our heads. Again, why should we consider logging our inner critic? Because when we are aware of our inner critic, we are in a better position to disempower it, to stop it. I don't know about you, but I am most functional when I am in control of my thoughts, of my consciousness, right? Have a think about it. But what's next though? Okay, challenge the inner critic. As a default, our mind simply accepts everything we tell it and we respond, you know, based on what we are accustomed to. On one of my free flow premature episodes in the show, episode 8, titled It's Okay Not To Be Okay, 
I shared that it helps when I say my negative self-talk out loud where I can hear it and my brain will be able to pick it up and negate the narrative, you know, challenging the inner critic always. Then recognize that negative self-talk aren't helping us at all. Something we can do when we catch ourselves having negative self-talks is ask ourselves, in what way are these thoughts helping me? Lastly, rethink positive thoughts. You know, what I usually do is keep a folder like storage in my head where my past accomplishments and wins, no matter how little they may seem, is easily accessible whenever I'm having negative self-talks. It's so helpful to me that whenever I think that I'm not cut out to do something like this and that, I have these past real wins where I can use as a weapon to tame and stop the inner critic. Yes, there will be harder days than the usual, but with commitment and acceptance, we can win over it. Self-acceptance happens in the present. It's not future-oriented, okay? With self-acceptance, we can accept ourselves where we are at any given moment, whilst also holding space for being more, for being, example, more patient, more careful, or more understanding, for being a better version of who we want to be and not the version society calls us to be. We have to start seeing ourselves as a person of worth, doing the best we can with what we have. So, let us work together in fully accepting ourselves, no matter how flawed we all are. After all, we're all human, right? So, the worksheet link that I discussed earlier will be on the description section for your download. It will also be available on my Decluttering Consciousness Facebook page and on my Linktree account. And as the usual, before I say bye-bye, let me ask you this. What can you do today to declutter your mind? This has been Convos in My Head by Decantar. Thank you. Bye. If you found value in this episode, please don't forget to rate it or leave me a message through anchor.fm slash heydesi. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback, and with your permission, I may also include your voice message in my future episodes. Also, I do my uploads every Thursday, so make sure to subscribe or follow so you won't miss any future episodes. And if you're new to the podcast, when you have the chance, feel free to listen to my previous episodes as well. To see my passion projects or to connect and collaborate with me, head over to the link on the description. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. This is Convos in My Head by D. Kanpour.